I'm sorry. Hey, one, one more, one more time. <laughs> he like freezes. He can't say umlauts. Can't compute. No, no just can't compute. To be fair, it's not an actual translator. It's just Microsoft Sam, but you know. <laughs> Microsoft Sam? Is that related gotta... to the hockey mom? <laughs> Microsoft Sam and the hockey moms? That's a great band name. Yeah, I... we, should, we should use that. I'm I feel full, like that'd dude. be like a Canadiana pop punk band. Canadiana yeah. pop punk band? I just got to get out of Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, Ontario is the uh, Baltimore of Canada. Oh, God. I actually worked with, I, I actually, I really, I know, I worked with one band from Hamilton and I fell in love with a band from Hamilton. And I think there might be something good happening there, but I don't know. I've never been. Where even is Hamilton? I don't, I don't know where it is on a map. It's somewhere in the same vicinity as Toronto, maybe north. And is it just like a suburb of Toronto? I, I don't know. No. Oh, no, 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 it's absolutely not. It's a small Hamilton. town. Huh. Hamilton, Ontario. Where is? It is near Burlington. Doesn't answer anything. Okay, what about, <laughs> Kitchener? What about Kitchener? Does that ring any bells? I've heard of that one, but I still have no idea where that is. Okay. Uh, I don't know my Canadian geography very well. Oh, God. Where is this? Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. It's about maybe like an hour away from Toronto. Uh, cl- on, the, on, the, uh, on the shores of the Lake Ontario. I don't know why I had to I say I thought Toronto was on the shore of Lake Ontario. Aye, but it is. They're like sister cities in a sense, but like an hour away from one another. Ah. You learn something new every day. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know anything about the East Coast and geography at all. Oh, well, you know how you know how it is, baby. We we just do what we do. <laughs> oh God, please. I'm going me. to assume that like Hamilton is just like Chilliwack to Vancouver. Then it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like Abbotsford. Yeah. Um. Welcome to another episode of Music is Good. I'm Devlin Galloway, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Annie, Matt. Aww. Aww, that was a that was a long that was drawn really out. Sad, yeah. Sorry, Matt. Matt. You getting the cow folk like oh, neigh in there while you're in Cowtown? Oh God, yeah, no, no, I had, I did see a few cattle. Actually, I thought I saw a dead horse when I was when we were riding out, when oh. driving out, and I was like, wait, why is that horse like on its side on the floor? And I'm like, no, oh. Jesus Christ, oh Calgary. So, well, that was like probably I think we were about an hour and a half out on somebody's land. So if you're listening, doubtful, but if you're listening, you have a dead horse. <laughs> Go check on your horse. It's not doing so great. I don't know if horses are supposed to lie down. Do horses lie down? I feel like they sleep standing up. They sleep standing up or like they squat. They squat. It's like a squat perch type thing. They're like, they're very closely related to birds, I think. Okay. I trust you on this one, science man. The evolutionary tree went dinosaurs, birds, horses. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, today we are talking about 
Yes, but it's you just said a Neubauten. Yes, we, we both said it differently. I'm I don't think any of us are going to say the Neubauten. Neubauten. I'm just going to call Neu. Yeah, just call them Neu. Neubauten. Yes. Neubauten. Neubauten. Yes, we're talking about Halbermensch. Um, we're really bad at German. Forgive us for our indiscretions. I learned German on Duolingo for a month. So that's my, the, the extent of my German. I did the same about maybe two years ago. Sick. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who learned German thoroughly and would just speak it around me randomly. So I understand a few choice words. Ich bin eine Frau und du bist ein Mann. <laughs> Remembering the helpful stuff. Yeah. Okay. Wasser und Brot. Wasser und Brot. I remember that horse is fared. Okay, so this is Collapsing New Buildings' third album from 1985. I think Matt did more research than I did. Oh, God. So. I just, like, oh. I, don't I don't know if I did a lot of research, but I think you should talk about it. And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just come in. I, did, I had, like... I, I watched an interview with Blixa and I transcribed some of him talking about like his concepts of like destruction and creativity. And and then he, he referenced an essay that I just, I haven't read it. It's by Walter Benjamin, the destructive character, but he kind of paraphrases it a little bit in this quote. So we can, we can get there. Where's so basically this is just some really 1980s West Berlin pretentious stuff. Yes, uh, hard, that's exactly I don't, know, I don't know about pretension. They were just like, we want to start a band. Fuck, we need money. Let's sell our drum kit. So I already know a bit about this band. Uh, I've got a tattoo for Neubauten. Um, I'm going to see them in October. I'm very excited. Um, so they mean a lot to me. Um, someone shut their fucking phone up. Is that you, Devlin? That was me. I'm putting it down. Okay, thank you. Um... But I actually, I learned a lot from their website, which is noibouten.org. So apparently they're an organization. Um, of course they are. Gonna... <laughs> or would you rather say they're a collective? It's called, yeah, a collective type shit. A collective um, that if Blixa wasn't in it, it wouldn't exist. Yes, classic. Yeah. Um, Fuck. So this was recorded at Berlin Hansa Studios, and it was produced by Gareth Jones. Um... At the time, the band consisted of Alexander Hawk, um, NU Anra, um, FM Einheit, um, Mark Chong, and obviously Blixa Bargeld. Sorry if I butchered those names. I Again, I don't speak German. But um, it was recorded from 1983 to 1985. And took these guys... Years. Yeah, it took two years. Um, these it. guys are kind of considered one of the earliest industrial bands. So like alongside like DAF and Throbbing Gristle. Um, and they definitely had, like, a lot of influence on bands that came after. Um, and um, the band note. formed in 1980. Yeah? Okay, yeah. so while listening to this, Re said this, and uh, my partner, for people out in yes. the world. Uh, what if this is what, like, industrial really sounds like? And it's like those people who listen to, like, mainstream dubstep and then go back to listen to original dubstep, and they're like, Oh, this kind of sucks. I only really like the sellout stuff. Which that's is like exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. DAF are a little more danceable, but. Who's that? Yeah. I don't Another know. early industrial band. Um, are they also German? Yes. Well, well half German, half American, I think. Oh. Um, their frontman died like a few days ago. Oh. Rest in peace. Rip. All the industrial icons are dying off. But... Blixo lives on. Yeah, he's he's sixty one. He's, he's he's a boomer. Everybody. Boomer Blixo. Boomer I love Blixos. Boomer Industrial. Boomer Industrial. Um, okay, so okay. more about the band. Um, they were had super limited instruments because they couldn't afford anything else. They just ended up using like hammers and old gas cans and shit. Um, and so they didn't even have a drum kit in the beginning. I see this like the natural evolution of a kid grabbing pots and pans on the floor and then just yes. going for it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, totally. Well, they said they, like, I think they said they sold their drum kit for because they were so broke. And they're like, well, shit, we need a drum kit. So they just would raid, like, the scrap junk heap and pile and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that's like pretty that. tight, It's kind of cool. It's cool, yeah. Fucking pretty cool. Um, what, what else? What else do I have to say? Um... A lot of, like, a lot of the stuff they did, like, tied in with performance art and theater. So they worked, like, over the years. They're still active. Um, but they worked in a lot of theater and performance art over the years. And they actually, when this album came out, it came out alongside this, like, short film uh, filmed in Japan um, by the same name, Halbermensch. Um, and it's, like, their songs as music videos, and they're performing in, like, this old industrial building. Those videos are really cool, and I would suggest searching them out if you yeah, can I watched, find them. Watched some of those. They Maybe were we'll watching. post them in like the description of the episodes or something. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's yeah, they're really cool. Um, what else do I have to say? So Germany was definitely on some shit. This is considered a goth, like a goth art kid, art house classic. This album. Mm. Um, of course it is. <laughs> that's why I picked it. You know me. Um. And a good chunk of the music on this album and a lot of early early Noe Button is like about genocide and like government and oppression and like the plight of the people type of thing. Um, which would make a lot of sense in Cold War Berlin. Um pretty depressing time. Yeah, I can't imagine like I can't imagine living in that city during that time period. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it was it was apparently like also like you wouldn't get drafted if you were living in West Berlin. So all of the artists were like, fuck that shit. And they would go to West Berlin. God damn it. Yeah, because it was like a free like no fire, like a no fire zone. Like there was no, it was, demil- it was a demilitarized zone. So there was no German army, but there was like armies from like all the West side, like kicking it on West Ber- in West Berlin. But like Germans wouldn't get drafted in that okay. like in that zone or something like that I, I, yeah so like all the artists would show up there apparently like blixa was talking about how it was like a very it was really special and like if, if they like they wouldn't have been able to do what they were doing like they wouldn't have been a band if it wasn't for that like just the way that things were there like it was a city that you can kind of get away with not having any money and uh yeah, there was a lot of arts going on 
and stuff. That's sick as fuck. Yeah, it's not, it's that is pretty sick. That's why you had a lot of weird shit coming out of Berlin in the 80s. Mm. In the 70s, too. Um, if you need another awesome band from Berlin, West Berlin, um, go listen to Malaria, for sure. They're sick as fuck. Um, what a name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Suicide. It's Malaria oh, with an malaria. exclamation mark. Suicide is, like, Death. a good-ass name, though. It's a bad name, but it's a good ass name. It's a bold ass name. It's a bold name. Can you can you talk about um the meaning of uh, collapsing new buildings? The meaning of it? Yeah, and why they chose that? Uh, I actually don't know. Maybe you know. Fuck. Um, I don't want to say. I get like the idea of what it's probably about, but I don't want to like say for sure yeah i don't want to say either but i think it's like raging against like these new structures and everything like that i don't know but i don't want to say shit because i can't really say so i'm going to google the fuck out of this uh while you're googling i'm just going to come out and say i hate this i hate it all so much <laughs> i hate Definitely that i had fucking to despises this album and I that's hate- why i chose this album because i knew someone would hate like art for art's sake is fine <laughs> but watching a live video that matt sent me like two hours before we recorded this i was just listening well more so reading what blixo was saying and i'm just like you have no idea what you're doing do you <laughs> <laughs> i feel like he kind of was just going for it i mean like you listen to the music and it's like cool but then you listen to what he has to say about it, and I'm like, I see no connections to what you're saying here and what you're singing there. I feel like I can see the correlation, but it really depends on who, like, what type of person you are and how you feel about art and industrial music in general, um, and like what your perception of art and music is. Maybe I'm just biased because, like, I do like art for art's sake. I worked at an art school. Like, I know, I know, I've seen it. But, like, this kind of stuff specifically pokes me in a way that is just so stereotypically aggravating. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. And, like, I don't think it's art for art's sake. Um, nor do I think it's edgy for being edgy for like, for being like this, for the sake of being edgy. And I kind of wish that like edgelords nowadays were as interesting as like edgelords back in the fucking day. Cause like, my God. Oh no, hard agree. Hard agree. It'd be so much better. Like, I'm sorry, but an anime like picture with like your Hello Kitty thing and a knife and like, I'm sorry, but like, fuck off. Like you're not saying shit. Like, Stop bullying least, me! I was sending you Kuromi with a knife picture. I know, but that's yeah, gonna be like, stop attacking me. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's just this, like, these fucking like SoundCloud rap edge lords who literally are fucking just like all they say, like they have "fuck you" written on their face, and I'm like, oh, okay. At least like for fucking Einstein and and they were like like collapsing new buildings like like germany was just like basically demolished and all of these new buildings were brought up with them having like fucking no money so they're like all shitty and apparently like after they had named the band the berlin congress hall like a 
collapsed and then they got like a bunch of attention for like being, being like yeah collapsing new buildings like all these ramshackle new buildings that were being i feel there. like they're almost like a good mix of art for art's sake and art for like a reason I'm like, just, do you think art for art's sake is like an example because that's what it feels like i think that books of art is a little bit like that um in a sense i get that idea from him um one of my favorite stories it's the story we're gonna get into this a little bit more but like so bargeld was a bad seed so he was with nick haven the bad seeds from like 83 to like 90 something um, but apparently how Blixa Bargeld and Nick Cave met was supposedly Blixa Bargeld was standing outside an art gallery in Berlin screaming. <laughs> and I don't I don't think it's true, but I, I love that story so much. Okay, I rewatched 20,000 Days the other night and that story wasn't in there. And I'm like, where the fuck did I hear that? Like, I don't know. Where I, I heard thought it, it was from that movie and I couldn't. I was like, wait a second. That's not in there. But he does talk about how, like, when he met Blixa, he thought he couldn't speak German at all. And because, like, uh, and because Nick can't speak German at anything, so he just has somebody kind of translate for him. And then he said, like, this went on for a really long time, and Blixa was generally kind of quiet. And then one day, like, Blixa just opens his mouth and is, like, incredibly articulate and speaks very clear english and he's like what oh, ass. i, love I know it. like what a fucking dick but if, like i don't know nick's like it's really enjoyable to hear nick talk about blixa because he's so so in love with the guy and they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're peak bromance as, as annie yeah we can talk a little bit about that later it is like a post uh bad seeds band hmm? wait which band no i started yeah they formed in 1980 yeah. Bad Seeds formed in like 83 or 84, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. After yeah. the birthday party. Broke up. Yeah, the birthday party yeah. broke up when... Oh, wait. Neubauten actually opened up for the for fucking birthday party, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Birthday party played with a lot of cool people. And I love the birthday party. Like, genuinely, I think they are my favorite band. So I'm I very partial to them. But... Hmm? Pardon? I've never heard them. You should give it a listen. I don't know if you how you feel. It's like early art rock, like art. I feel like, I'm, I feel like I'm coming into this like swinging hard when I actually do enjoy a lot of stuff like this. But this album in particular just really pisses me off. <laughs> oh man, it's it was funny because when I first started listening to it, like I remember Annie and I were like we went shopping last summer and we were driving around and she just like puts this on and I love nick gave in the bad seats like i i love him i've seen seen him twice the first time changed my life i was like this is fucking so good um and i unfortunately i never seen blixa but i knew of blixa and like and and everything from researching and everything and then but i just i just found it really i was like jesus christ this guy is just like this german man's just screaming and i like the funny thing about it is that like listening to anyone uh, listening listening to like an angry german guy yelling you immediately think they're like super like nazi but it's like the farthest thing away from that shit like they fucking like loathe like they're really anti-fascist like everything like that but i don't know where i was going with tangent time like uh i don't know how much like i have to say else of, like about the history of this band like it's pretty like 
it's pretty um implied like it's it's like cold war berlin you understand that when you hear yeah. that so yeah. just um, like just weird art shit on the front line of the cold war mm-hmm. exactly i think that like a lot of it is like purposeful like violent aesthetics it makes me think of like brutalism for sure this is like musical brutalism yeah it totally is i think like post-punk is like the perfect term to describe them i think post-punk is like such a general term but this is so post-punk like it's Mm. i heard them describe themselves as anti-music yes yeah yeah deconstructionist type shit Also, maybe one of you can explain this to me because I, I don't think I got it, but like somewhere described them as a, a materialism band. Mm. I mm. don't know what that would mean. Yeah, me either. I think materialism, materialism art is like top 40 pop since like the late 90s. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I I don't know. I like listening to Drake go on about like lauding his fucking wealth over everybody and talking about how hard he's got it. Like, I don't give a fuck how bad your life is, Drake. Get fucked. Um, that's that's <laughs> You're mad. It's materialist to me. I was he's a pedophile, but you know. <laughs> fuck, yeah, like, fuck off, Drake. I'm sorry, but like, I don't care. That's Ooh, one person first, we're first, not going to talk about. The first call out on the pod. i mean like i can enjoy some of like the songs i think they're like catchy and stuff but like when i listen to like anything like that i'm like no i don't i'm sorry but like you're you're so lost in your own little world that you are saying nothing but like you're just living in this fucking hall of mirrors at least Jimi hendrix was able to like notice that he was living in a room full of mirrors wrote a fucking song about it but like these guys like Deconst- like materialist i don't think so like deconstructionist absolutely like they were kind of going along the lines of like challenging what what music kind of meant and like could be capable of doing and like it, yeah like and um, I, I think looks like called it like the annihilation and destruction of sound yeah i uh clicked the hot link that came from describing that and it describes materialism as uh talking about like matter and it being a natural force of things like uh, emotions and connections in the brain being physical, tangible, chemical mm. reactions, as opposed yeah. to like materialism as we think of it as a modern day aspect. I don't know. I, I can kind of get that. I'm, I'm not super smart. <laughs> Sometimes things so... don't click for me, but. I mean, it sounds pretentious so... as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I, it's, it's Matt says it's not pretentious, but I think it's it's easy to call something pretentious when you don't get it. Like, it just takes a little bit more time for it to like come into your head. Like, I don't know. Uh, for me, like, I don't. There's something. Yeah, I can guess so, but I don't think that they. I don't think uh, Neubauten are as reductionist as that. I think that like they. There's something so inherently like esoteric and like raw like i when i first listened to it i was like fuck i'm listening to like a like a like a sound clip from like ancient germanic tribes like trying to like 
summon the rains or some fucking shit. Like, I don't know. It was like tr- tried to summon up Votan or something. Like, I was like blown the fuck away. And like, I think this album like awoken something in you. It really, <laughs> it really, it really fucking did. And I don't get it. Like, okay, so I was telling Annie about this, but I fell asleep after we were kind of, I was like looking, I was like, you know what? I just got to start somewhere. And I started looking up interviews with him. And they were, t- and when they were playing in uh, this, this um, building in the New York, was it where was it? Nuremberg. It was the video I sent you guys. And it was like the, at the site of the Nuremberg rally. And it was, and uh, they were like playing in like the sanctuary room. There, that there was a lot of concerts being held in the back there. And, and talking about, uh, the, the idea of desecration versus exorcism and he was like well it depends on what side you're really like is it desecrating or is, like or is it exorcism and i tend to to view the later and i feel like the people there were kind of all on that kind of thing like exercising the ghost of hitler like this fucking like curse upon like germans like it's that, some intense it, shit yeah. it's very intense it's so intense and like research like something about this person's character and their application of it's just like they're i don't know what it was but i fell asleep that night and i dreamt i was having a conversation i can't remember what we talked about but i remember like in the morning i could pronounce the name better and like i was hanging out with blixa in my fucking dream and yeah, i was like i have dreamt about blixa once but i was <laughs> Flirting with old man Blexa. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dream. Yeah, it, I don't know. It was something, something so fucking wild about it. I don't know what it was, but I felt like I didn't get this before, but something shifted and like it just made sense. And I, I just, I, I think that's really awesome. I think that it's cool that it clicked with you so much because. Yeah. I love this band, and I don't even think they've clicked with me that much. <laughs> It yeah, like intense. you were just very, very into this, and <laughs> I respect that very much. I hated it, and honestly, I don't have a justification for why I hate it. Like I just, I just, it's as as the internet used to say, too deep for me. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to have a justification for hating something. No, well, I mean, whatever. Hey, you know, like how how much of hate can be justified, really? Like. I mean, I don't have justification for hating any band unless they involve, like, someone shitty. Unless like, they're, like, Screwdriver. Yes. Unless they're Screwdriver. See, this is the second time Screwdriver's come in regards to... Well, I mean, the first time was in regards to Mr. Clean being a fascist. Um, <laughs> so, so I've the, never the, listened to Screwdriver. The, uh, the, the people have spoken, and Mr. Clean needs a posy shift on this podcast. Yeah, that's oh, what happened on Instagram. Really? We needed yeah. a posy shift. They, it was yeah. it was requested. Mr. Clean needs a posy shift. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Clean is now um, an old punker who's gone bald and trying his best. Funny He's like enough, kindly. Yeah. Okay, yo, when I was playing football back in the day, they nicknamed me Mr. Clean. Ooh. I know, and I was like, Why? I because apparently I came in, I cleaned up. And like knocked. Okay, man. I don't know, some football. Fake, but okay. When no, I, uh, I I have a VHS of it. It's like awkward as fuck. I never even wanted to be named that. I hated it. I was like, "Why? This is so dumb." Can I just be my name? When I played football, my nickname was the bus. 
That's popular. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Were you like like a brick wall? Like what was going on there? Like, uh, I was a lineman. And okay. they were trying to prove something to me, so I dragged three people like five feet on the on the field. Holy I was like, shit. "I'm not going down," and I like stubbornly dragged three people. <laughs> and then they're like, "Your nickname from now on is the bus because you take people for rides." And I was like, "All right." God damn. <laughs> That's sick. I'm only That's playing cool. football for a PlayStation Two, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, apparently, uh, Blixa growing up only ever did sports. Like track and field and swimming and of course like that. never I, music. He's a twink. <laughs> he was a twink. God, he was a twink. <laughs> Look, he had like this evolution. Like I've wrote a note about this straight up. Oh, I he have a note on this from, as well. Like, a twink to a daddy. And Can I we think say that that's impressive. My note here is that um I'm going to borrow from you. He was a twink, but then he evolved to look like an older goth Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Brendan Fraser and Penguin had a baby. <laughs> look, I think he's hot. I think you're disrespecting him. Brendan Fraser's hot. Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser is hot. Mm. Yeah. I recently watched The Mummy a little, while, a little while ago, and it... So, yeah, he's hot. It's good. It's a fun movie. It's a good adventure. I just think it's probably like a heroin thing. But I think once you get off heroin, you like gain a lot of weight and your face kind of changes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I know he was on a lot of heroin. <laughs> how did how did Nick Cave kick heroin and and still kind of? I mean, I guess his jaw his chin kind of fell through, and he's got jaws yeah, now. But yeah. it's an age thing. Like he, also I, guess it's for, I guess it's different for different people. Aging does stuff to you. Aging really does do things. We're gonna look to back you. at this episode in like forty years and be like, "We joked then, but look at my <laughs> jowls look at now." now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just want to get. I just want to have my birthday so I can rejoin Tinder and say I'm thirty, flirty, and fri- thriving. You know, like I want to. I want to do that. I want to get it. On Matt's Matt's dirty thirty is coming up. <laughs> My dirty, my dirty thirties. Your dirtiest thirtieth. My dirtiest thirtieth. I'm Hi. really excited. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's gonna be something, man. It's gonna be a rager. Probably stuck here in Calgary with my folks, but goddamn. Well, we're all stuck somewhere right now. Yeah, no, we, we are all stuck. We're all stuck down here. I'm excited to see what happens afterwards. I saw a lot of people like calling, calling bullshit on like celebrities trying to like reach out and raise awareness about this whole covid thing and don't get me like, started on the video uh, of celebrities yeah. singing imagine god it's so bad <laughs> don't get me started who, on that who did this who done my that? friend sent me this tweet that was shout out to james hi james um he sent me this tweet that was like um the guy who wrote imagine should be shot <laughs> <I> fucking, <laughs> it's like real as shit uh oh, I don't know. I... Oh man, so oh, stupid. Man. I I just remember seeing like this one tweet. I guess was like, 
Sia had posted a picture of like the word virus, but like like scribbled out V I R, so it just said us, and she like posted it, <laughs> and somebody was like, "Bitch, what the fuck you even mean by that?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and then they're like celebrities are so fucking corny like what are you even talking about also like like, if they're saying us and like implying that we're the virus that's some eco-fascist bullshit that's super eco-fascist i think it was like supposed to be like everybody's coming together yeah that's like that's even worse if we were all coming if we're all coming together how about those celebrities start dropping millions in civilian aid how about that yeah, let's let's see that instead of David Geffen fucking off onto his like what his like huge ass yacht in the Grenadi- Grenadines is it that was in the Grenadines? Was? I hated yeah. that. Like, go fuck yourself. Bro. There's a picture of David Geffen. He posted on Instagram on his like he was like I'm stranded here, in Grenadines. Oh, poor I... baby. Poor oh. baby. Stranded on your fucking like 400 foot yacht. <laughs> oh my god, you must be you're having it so hard. Well, we know you where you are, bitch. <laughs> We've gone on a super tangent, I think. Yeah. So I'm going to try and correct us approve. here. I hope Blixa would approve. <laughs> I'm going to, like, correct us here. Oh, wait. What? what? Doesn't Blixa have a quarantine diary going right now? Oh, yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> I didn't get around to watching it. Can you guys tell me? Um, it's just a video of him talking about his process for writing the album. He has... new album? Yeah. Um... Wait. He just he he's just sitting in his house and I guess it must be like an apartment or something. I can relate to that. We're pulls, all just sitting yeah, in our he house pulls right out, <laughs> He pulls out his his books and he's like, I am writing in these little books or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and his writing is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen. Like he opens up the book. Yeah. And it's like children's scribble. <laughs> like, it's so fucking bad. Okay, real talk though. My handwriting is bad. So I feel Mine's that. Mine's bad too. Yeah, Mine's bad too, but this is just brutal. It was so bad. <laughs> oh my god. That's and then it, then it shows a picture of him writing in his Word document, and it's just him scrolling through his Word document. <laughs> that's all the video is like literally it wasn't he's supposed he to post to, another one today but wasn't he supposed to gonna use like the an elevator and like chopsticks or something or like yeah he was using a chopstick to press the buttons that's fucking he just amazing. has it in his suit pocket i watched an inter- i watched an interview with him uh with Australia and he was like doing a for a tour like a little while ago and he was like he and the last thing he said in the interview he said so he's the commenter made something about like 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 having a sense of humor and he's like well we are German we have no sense of humor and he just took a sip and the lady just like cracked up I I, it, it was really good but like he strikes me as somebody who's just mastered that like deadpan like says a joke and just is deadpan yeah he's actually really and fucking funny he's so good so funny so funny but i think it took him a little while because even in that interview that i sent you from uh, the halber mensch era um when they played in nuremberg it was like i'm like man this guy is serious as fuck but then you see videos of him with nick cave and like the weeping song like in a boat like dance and dancing with each other and stuff and i'm like oh okay so i love this little bit of humor that's going on here yeah, um, Blixa used to, like, do 
like Kylie's part in in various songs and stuff Which like is that. Adorable. Yeah, um, <laughs> like scary German man singing "Nickel Near the Wild." <laughs> I think it's really cute. I think it's, it's so pretty cute, adorable. Yeah. I kind of love that. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're cute. Just a side my... note, one more tangent. Yeah. This conversation is very weird in the fact that in the background of us talking right now, there's just a bunch of Animal Crossing villagers on our chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about Animal Crossing. The most recent one we posted was Kyle. <laughs> the wolf who wears, who looks like, who dresses like multiple axes I've had. If Blixa was an Animal Crossing villager, it'd be Eugene. Yes, Eugene is so sick. I love him. Oh god, I don't know who Eugene is. He's Sorry, the man. koala with the sunglasses. So I'm on Genius right now, and I'm looking at the lyrics for Future Mind Ego. Future Mind Ego, yes. And uh, there's only one annotation, and when I click on it, it just shows a picture of rotten teeth. Like, I can't read what it actually says. I don't understand. And I click on it, and it's just a picture of rotting teeth. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's something else, man. Footer my... Footer my... Footer my... I can't um, do it. I wish I could see it. If this band, what would happen if you took all of Ramstein's like instruments away? I was actually about to talk about that. Like it's difficult to talk about this album without the instruments. Industrial coils and like gas tanks and shit like that. So it's kinda hard to talk about the instruments on this album. In the live video I watched, they were like ironing a sheet of metal with like a clothes iron and then they lit it on yes. fire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They'd light shit on fire. I've got a I've got a meme that I want to post that I made. It's a picture of Blixa Bargeld lighting fire to the hotel. Is, are you posting it in the Discord chat? Um, No, I've got it on my phone. I'll post oh. it. No worries, no worries. Um, Actually, now that you guys mention it, though, let's start uh, called Feed My Ego, translated. But... Feed My Ego. Who wants to start? <laughs> <sighs> I think this is the best song on the album. It actually I has a dancing a beat, and it's actually a really good bop. It's a fucking yeah. bop. It's the only bop on the album. I'm giving my like final like final opinion right there that this is the only good song on the record. <laughs> I I was I read the translation of it, and reading it, and I'm like, this sounds like. He's narrating doing a lot of fucking drugs and getting a little really, bit yeah. and getting really self-inflated and somehow tying that into communism. Yeah. I just translated these. <laughs> yeah. I, I that the line, I am all Chinese people, and you gung can move mountains is sticks out to me. Yeah. So like <laughs> Yugong is, is like a chapter. Um it's like a classic like fifth century um bce like chinese book i forget what book it's called but it yugong's a chapter yeah so he's Yugang talking the, about like literature yeah it's a it's the chapter uh the, it's in a book of xia xia 
uh, section yeah. of the Book of Documents, one of five classics of ancient Chinese literature. And apparently you the Great, who is the one who's referenced in this, is uh, termed as the one who was able to, like, uh, he basically was able to block off, um, like, flooding and was able to use that to control, like, who's, like, use, controlling the flooding, so... Um, yeah, he was or, controlling, like, the different provinces in yeah, China. Yeah, he was, like, a legendary uh, Chinese ruler. I think, like, uh, I was given some thought, and I think around the... I don't... I'm gonna have to, like, double-check, but I mean, like, the the world at that point in time, there was a lot of shit going on, and I know that, like, the Maoists and everything like that were, like, coming up, and uh, China... With like communism and everything, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm fucking wait, what wrong. what period are we talking about here? I'm I'm talking like 1985 is when Mao was dead between, by then. Mao was dead by then. Okay, so I think like what he was saying was like, uh, like at one point in time, the Chinese people were his like like he was uh, he was looking forward to, like they were the hope for him for the world because they were pushing communism. But so did, yeah, it's pretty Maoist shit. Yeah, but it seemed like at the at, in that interview, it seemed like that was in the past tense. Yeah, still Maoist shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, 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 uh, communist China kind of stuff. Which tankies, 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 tankies. Tanky teardrop. Oh, throwback. <laughs> throwback. Throwback. <laughs> These uh lyrics. Uh, translated into English are very funny. Yeah, I shout out to internet translators because there's like a website where people translate lyrics just like mm-hmm. on their own accord. They actually have so all of the translations on the Einstein website. Do oh. they? Yeah, you just click the little yellow eye there and it gives you the German and then the translated English translation. Cool, I didn't know that. Look at that. Also, I found out that this band, um, Blexa actually started the mo- business model of an online subscription service. Yes, he did. What? He was, he yeah. was the first Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, subscribe to my Nevaldon fans. <laughs> Slave really? up to subscribe. Really? Half off my new Batten fans this month. <laughs> yeah he was like one of the first patreons like in 2001 what? he like started like crown crowdfunding band okay <laughs> if, which is also like incredible to be honest that's so yeah. awesome yeah i love that so much the lyrics i am six meters tall and everything is important i like that <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of drugs. <laughs> that's, that's like that guy did a I lot. I personally of... like the one line that's about okay. vodka. The one line about what? Vodka in Russia. I forget what it's, the line is. Um, let's get some vodka. Russian vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. I love it. I like Feel never it. sleep, all lies, dusty pleasure, phone, pull. Don't you hear that? <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot of meth or like coke or something. It's heroin and coke, I think. Heroin and coke. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling Feed like my ego. Math, math, is, math is Peter Murphy. That's a different story. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> the time that Peter Murphy got arrested being on meth while driving. 
Oh my god, that happened? <laughs> that happened? Yes! Have you never seen that? It's so fucking funny. I've never seen it. Oh, is Go find a... the mugshot. Oh, well, oh, that no. was a videotape, and I was, and I kind of wanted to see. Peter Murphy pleads guilt to meth possession and hit and run. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sentence to three years probation. God damn. Yeah. I don't think he any, like, he might have just done damage to a. I want to see this mugshot. So you sent it to the chat, hey? Yeah, I did. Okay, where I gotta see this. Oh, that's a rough mugshot. Where is it? <laughs> it's in host zone. Host zone. Host zone. Host zone. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Oof, that is. Whoo-wee. That is a. That's a mugshot. Yeah, that's a mugshot and a half. Yeah, so Peter Murphy was the one on math. That's a different goth story altogether, but... Kind of looks like my high school science teacher in this picture. <laughs> it is a generalized, like, story. science teacher look. Yeah, he's got Math a... possession. <laughs> I've watched Breaking Bad. It, it checks out. Oh, I didn't mean it like that, but zing. Uh... Um, just a little side note, if we... I don't know. Uh, out my, once again, half-assed... <laughs> trying to like find a way to like figure out what food on my ego was about with the Maoist thing. Like, I don't know if I really, I don't know. I was fucking that up, but I don't want to piss off anybody. I'm just, anyway, that's just, this is not to be in it. I'm just, this is my, I, I think it was fine. Like, I, okay. I corrected the part that was wrong, but I think there's cool. definitely something there. Okay. Okay. Something there to be left? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I, mean, I feel like the song definitely has something to do with it. Yeah, it does. I th Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay, so <clears throat> Selbrand? Selbrand. Selburns, yeah. Selburns. Selburns. Yeah. This this whole album is like overkill and intense. Mm. So intense, like lyrically. It's so earnest. <laughs> earnest. It's earnest and like depressing as fuck. Okay, so Saul Brent, when I read the lyrics, it kind of has this a similar quality to 100 years. Like lyrically. Yeah, a little bit. When it's just like image after image after image and like self-loathing and like I don't know all my idols have to die like it's just it? yeah it's all idols must die and he just yeah. screaming so. i like i like that in the lyrics i'm reading right now all idols have to die and then in brackets it says laughs <laughs>, <laughs> yeah he like straight up laughs and screaming. why in the world is, is this tagged shit? as german pop <laughs> Okay. Oh my God, Annie. Okay, so you remember? I, I sent that one that one uh, video of them on that morning show in Germany, yeah. and everything was dubbed in, so they weren't even on microphones or actually playing their instruments. And it's the most awkward thing. It's like yeah, it yeah, like late '80s type thing. Maybe I don't know, but I forgot what song they were doing, but I do remember you. Me. Yeah. Oh yeah, my it's God. really awkward. It's so awkward, and it looks like it just looks. Oh, the thing like, is, is they were popular in Germany, and then you end up putting on these like, like 
kind of weird. It's German pop. It's fine. German pop. It's fine. This is German pop. I wrote down some of these like lines because it's like I felt like this song is about being like damaged emotionally, mm. but like regarding falling in love and stuff like that. But he's yeah. also super chill about it. So like I am the subversive love, the anti-sex. Um something else. Every day brings me wounds, though I am already scarred and totally blood. God damn. It's intense as fuck. That's very intense. That's like a I feel like if like I see someone listening to this on like my Spotify sidebar, I'd like have to check in with them. <laughs> Why is it that every album that I pick people i don't know but the one i've got lined up for us for next episode is it's it's a little bit nicer i'm okay. excited yeah i just kind of like really feel the vibe like i've had some pretty intense damaging relationships so i kind of feel that a little bit mm. he also like whispers half of this song which is terrible yeah and then screams like a possum <laughs> like a dog howl almost i don't know how a man can do that like he like, does some really weird shit with his voice yeah it was something else i know there was like some reverb and like some like reverb like kind of layering going on layering, but it was just listening to it i'm like oh my jeez holy lord what do you got going on in your vocal cords that mr blixabug Quite a range. Yeah, Quite a fucking range. Yeah, like a huge range. And this is how he chose to use it. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. He could have German... used it for good and he did this. Oh, I think he's I think he's using it for good. I still think I think it would have been a disservice to not because I don't know, he just seems like one of those people who's like, fuck it, I know who I who just like gains self awareness way too early in life. And just went, mood. <laughs> then was like, fuck it, this is how I am. Y'all and like had no sensitivity, like didn't carry on the sensitivity of childhood and was just like, fuck it, this is who I am. Deal with it. I uh, but, I like, do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know. Okay. This it's is my favorite song on the record, and I bass guitar in this song. The bass guitar is pretty much the only like actual instrument on this album. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Mm. I don't know what this song sounds like because all the rest of the songs besides the ego one just blurred into mm. a lot of industrial and experimental albums kind of blur. Yeah, it's really hard to tell when you can't read the germ. I like was listening and then I looked at Spotify and I'm like, how the how the fuck are we six songs in already? Huh. Here, I'll send you the song. This song is, like, I think, number five on the uh, copy song link. There you go. Like, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, yeah, this one. Okay. Okay. The clip just immediately shows you him screeching. <laughs> like, pitch that up a couple, you know? Can we can we actually pitch that up a couple things? Yeah, probably. I can do that. I think Andy, can you edit that in in later? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, that was pretty good. 
That is pretty good. I'm trying, man. Do you want to talk about Der Todes Sign Dandy? Death is a dandy? Death is a dandy? Yeah, death is a dandy. You know what? Death is a dandy. Death is a fucking dandy. Fucking dandy. Um, I would love to play... Sorry, I just wanted to say that I would love to play bass in this band. It's fun. (laughs) One note. Actually, no, no, yeah. Two notes. Couple notes. There's a couple notes in there, but there's a lot of those. Okay, the lyrics for this song are fantastic. Hmm. The first line is shark, shark, shark. (laughs) His prose is kind of interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I drag deep in the void, like sharks being like a prime, like a primitive, primeval fucking predator. Shark, shark, shark. Like, that is like. Matt thinks this is. Matt takes this so seriously. I love it. I can't. This album spoke to Matt. This album really spoke to Matt. I guess I like German avant garde. Fuck. I'm okay with it, though. But, like, Leviathan, like, in the deep, like, shark, shark, shark. Like, this is fucking sick. Actually, this this song is, like, super, like, super industrial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> song. And it kind of like reminds me of like a fucked up brass section. Like lots of grinding and weird shit going on in this song. <laughs> yeah, this this one is like most of their like improvised instruments, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of just a song about like death on the white type of yeah, but I did Google it because I was like, I got a feeling that this song is about something or in relation to something. And yeah. it was called The Death of a Dandy. And it's a painting. Oh, like a painting. Yeah, yeah it was a, The Dying Dandy. It's a Swedish painting um, in the Museum of Stockholm. Uh, the Dying Dandy is a painting by Nels Dardell. I'm sorry again if I fucked it up, but it was done in 1918. And it's uh, essentially, it's just basically like a, kind of pretty pretty boy type character with uh, a few different people kind of around around him and mm. he's holding like a black mirror and just kind of like staring off into the void and there's one lady he's being like tucked into shit. like this like yeah did i send it to you guys because i will right now. yeah you did okay yeah it's kind of interesting um yeah. there's a lot that he could be death is icon and art death comes mm. up like a lot and i mean like you know the like the da- dance macabre type of thing where it's like mm. you know death is dancing <laughs> like there's yeah. like a lot of like weird happiness associated with well the dance death. of death is also like in relation to uh the cult of shiva who dances and destroys the the, the universe at the end of the of the era yeah. of the age you know like in yeah in, it comes in up a lot so he could be Whoa. referencing anything. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I or he could just of... be writing his own shit while he's high. Wait. You know I what? like that you're like saying that. I'm reading these lyrics. It's like, death is a dandy. Death is a dandy. <laughs> we, we should cover this. And then just like. Da, 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 I wrote my note on this song with Doomer music. Hello. It Doomer is Doomer music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Doomer I, like, boomer music. I started realizing that all of the music I listen to is Doomer. 
sick and I'm really upset. Oh god. No, you know, I guess it, I'm a doomer now. It's okay though, because like I find this like so over the top and like also at the same time so deep and humorous and like really like intense and I and I love it. But then I just know that there's people out there who just latch onto it and use it as like a reinforcement to their dark, edgy persona. Like, I'm sorry, your taste in music is not like your personality. Who the fuck are you? So many people make like, make their taste in music personality though. Yeah, I know. And it's like it's just like what the fuck? And like I love that this like I don't know. I just ugh, something beyond words. No Matt's words. all about the call outs today. I, know, <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry. I haven't had a cigarette all day. I've been trying to smoke very much. So I'm like on some shit. <laughs> like I apologize. You're out I feel for like blood. Like... I'm out for blood, and I don't probably probably my own as well. Whoa, whoa, I feel whoa! Like the song is like curated oh, no, factory like noises. Curated factory noises. I wrote like curated. Yeah, I wrote down this like visual. Can't you know share a lot of. Them. I wrote down this visual. Um, some of it starts to sound like you're standing in a subway. There's sharpening saws around you. <laughs> that's, that's my visual for this. Like like SkyTrain maintenance night, you can hear them working down, <laughs> down, down the tube a bit. The amazing thing about this is that it kind of like this whole band reminds me of like when we were in school and they're like, okay, we're gonna sample all these different things to so just bring in some weird shit. Like these guys like had caches of industrial like metal and scrap shit like all around the United States and Europe. Like yep. apparently they would they they're they, the he's Blix is talking about like it's impossible to carry this stuff. So one of us might have a guitar, maybe, and we'd just fly over. First thing we do, we get off the get out of the airport and we'd go to like a scrap junkyard, grab what we needed, play the show, stash it in somebody's backyard and go to the next city and do the same thing. And yeah, because like, like it's not like you can like pack like an iron and a sheet piece of sheet metal in yeah. Like... And then they like come back on a tour later on. See if it's still there. And if it was, it was. If it wasn't, it wasn't. And this is like people like sample these sounds and play them off of their like thing. But these guys are like, nah. This stuff looks so outrageous. Like this. Who is munching? Devlin, are you munching? Don't judge me. I'm having an ordinary. <laughs> Here's the here's the new challenge. I got a mouthful of candy bar. Let me try and say the band name. Ersparten Newsparten. Um Sorry. Okay. Do we want do we want to talk about sand? I think Devlin's just having almost shit <laughs> making making them listen to like this like over the top like our avant garde fucking album that they're just like oh my god fuck this shit <laughs> then... I have I appreciate it for what it is but you're killing me <laughs> <laughs> oh. no like it's actually good I. I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it, mm. but like, 
let's talk about sand. Sand is a cover. Really? Yeah. It's by Lee Hazelwood and Nancy Sinatra. That's why it's in English. That's a Sinatra cover? Nancy yeah, Nancy. Sinatra. Nancy. Uh, yes, Nancy Sinatra. That's yeah. wild to me. Right? I like this song because it's almost biblical, so the imagery kind of matches. He was a stranger in my land, a wandered man. I called him Sand. Yeah, it's kind of like weird and biblical. And I kind of made a note about this being like, there's actual discernible music here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounded like a completely different band, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. well, I noted that because like later on in their career, they totally changed started making this in like the 2000s when i actually when i heard this song i was like annie when when did uh blixa join um the bad seeds because this song reminds me it's very much bad seeds 1983 i think no it's 1983 i think was the year he joined the bad seeds Yeah, well, I think the same year that this album came out, 1985, um, Firstborn is Dead by the Bad Seeds came out, too. So, yeah, there's definitely energy. (laughs) It is definitely a hefty title. Um, And the cool thing about, like, Neubauten album is that um, a lot of, there's always, like, a one-off song on it. Like, I know in the following album... um, uh, five on the open-ended Richter scale in 1987, there was a song called Morning Dew. It was like track two or three. That's kind of weird and out of place and kind of chill like this too. Kind of sexy, a little bit hot. Um, and it kind of like, I don't know, I think that these songs start to set like set the vibe for like later Bad Seeds and later new, uh, Neubauten. So. Mm. I feel like they definitely probably bounced off each other. Yeah, for sure. There's well, definitely a lot of connections. Well, Blixo like was on record saying that Nick Cave to him is one of the greatest songwriters of the 20th century. I and I'm I like, don't think I would argue it. I'm not. I, I don't think, think I would of, argue that either, to be honest. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good songwriters of the 20th century, but I think well, Dave is no. pretty fucking amazing. No, no, I meant like I brought that up because of this, like uh, Blix's reverence. For his like best friend and like his, yeah. his brother in arms in in, in music, you know, his, yeah, like, reverence for Nick as as an artist. Like I think it it makes sense that there would be some type of a uh, uh, give and take um, musically. You know? Yeah, hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if you work with your friend's band a lot, you're gonna bleed over into each other's influence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then form a super group where Blixa and, uh, oh my god, I just like brain farted his fucking name. Uh, Nick Cave. Oh, no, not Nick Cave. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, Bad Seeds. God damn it. Bad Seeds. Who's in them? Uh, Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis. We're a band where Warren Ellis, Nick Cave, and Blixa are in. Actually, I don't know if that would work. Blixa is, I don't know. Do you think it could work? Theoretically. Maybe. Yeah, I could see it. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Blixa hasn't been with the bad seeds. For- he kind of joins them off and on. 
I want to know if they played because I know Warren Ellis kind of first showed up on uh, Murder Ballads. Yeah, Murder Ballads, and then they also like he was kind of around for the Bad Seeds, and then he also played on um, what was that group that they did in like two thousand and nine? Grinder Man. Grinder Man, yeah. (laughs) 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 Fucking Grinder Man. I never. (laughs) Yeah. Oh god. That's like Matt's daily life, Grinderman. Yeah, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Sorry, Matt. Exposed. You make one joke like two episodes ago. <laughs> I'm on there and I just go, why am I doing this? Like, you know? There's just a bunch of Grindermen. Grindermen. <laughs> Grindermen. Grinderman. Grinderman. He's a bunch of Grinderman. <laughs> I don't know if I want this joke to be in there. <laughs> Too bad. Fuck. Anyway. Yeah. It is one of the nicer songs on this album. It is. It's pretty. I said we should. Yeah. It is like, pretty. It is pretty. Comparatively. Yeah. It's kind of relative. <laughs> Like calling, um, calling, um, calling Yugong a a um a bop is also very relative to the rest of the album. It's true, but like that one feels like it could be played at like a a gothic eighties dance party at least. I've probably heard it. What? I actually Yugong Fuzzy Man Yugo. Um, the end of the album actually, like in the album remix of it um by adrian sherwood which fucking goes off it does go off actually that was really tight on the, wait, the wait, spotify yeah. version wait, i love it too was it? wait wait what? yeah you going oh also, yeah, the remix and yeah, another remix note um they just added the full neubauten discography on um spotify and they were they were missing collapse which is their first album and i'm really happy because that was the one that i was gonna make you do but little bit worse than this. Uh, this I, is kind of them at their experimental peak, so it's... You know what? What? Let's just come back to that one. How about a year from now? We come I'll be back ready. to pull-ups? I'll, I'll be oh, ready for it. it. You heard it here, okay. folks. You, hear, you heard it here first, folks. March 29th, 2020. Yeah. March, 2021. March, March 29th, 2021, we will do collapse. Yeah, if we're not Sick. in World War Three by then, we'll or be the virus that. hasn't taken us all. Yeah, or if the aliens haven't shown up to show us the way. I mean, they are saying giant meteor twenty twenty one. Well, uh, actually, bring say. it on, bring it on. Let's procreate. Let's... <laughs> I'm trying to find other words that like that have eight at the end of it. I'm like procreate. That has implications. Let's like, let's like not birth children. <laughs> what if our children? What if we just like all made a lot of babies so we further the mutation? Us collectively? The, no, not us. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I'm not saying no, and I'm not saying yes. But the, oh, I, the concept, the concept is I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the concept is to further the gene pool so fast that we create the motherfucking X-Men mutants. 
and like somehow get powers and things. So I'm gonna stop. I feel I'm like there's gonna a, be an X-Men. No, a bad attitude. <laughs> you don't wanna be an X not with that. Where's that? You know what I want? I, it would be cool if I was an X-Men. I guess I can. I have if I have a negative an attitude. X, if you're gonna be an X-Men, what which X-Men would you be? Who's the the, the like I'd be beast. Stretchy guy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the stretchy guy? The stretchy guy is Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, okay. Fantastic That's what I was going to say, but... Mr. Fantastic's not an X-Men. He's a Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> technically not a mutant. I'm so, like, I'm so clueless. I don't Technically, aren't all Marvel superheroes mutants? Aren't they all X-Men? <sighs> Well, I would be Psylocke, which would make me Betsy Braddock, but maybe maybe I wouldn't be her. Maybe I'd be Gambit. Maybe I'd be their baby. Maybe I'd be my own baby. Self-baby. Yeah, I don't know jack shit about superheroes. I'm You're better off. Started... Yeah, you know what? We just we just leave these. We leave these. Um, final thoughts, everyone. I love this album. I'm gonna say listen to it if you like experimental, but tread carefully. I liked it, but and it was my gateway drug into Delfuge or Fugue, which is the one with a with the horse with a dick, and it's coming, and it's danceable. <laughs> the horse dick album. <laughs> the horse, the horse, horse come album. album. I like this. Listen to it. Listen to Noi Bell. They're important. You might not like them. They are important. They're important. Like, There's no denying that. If um, you like music, and if you, even if you hate music, you'll... You if you hate music, you would like this album. It's true. It's anti-music. You'd love it. Uh, if you hate music, you'll listen to Top. But if you love music, you'll give these guys a shot. Continue so, listening to... Yeah, sorry. Devlin, please rip on it now. I may hate the shit out of this, but I do value its importance as a piece of art and stuff it caused later on as an, as an influential piece. But also, it's fucking pretentious noise. <laughs> I, I love it. pretentious noise. You know, there is a good time for pretentious noise. I like my own kind of pretentious noise, but this one wasn't the kind for me. And it, as I don't know. I feel like as someone who worked in an art school, this pushed me over the edge. <laughs> of like, this was just like, a flashback for you. <laughs> like, to like, drama. to like quote a YouTube video from many years ago. You gotta wake up one day and be like, "What am I willing to fucking put up with today?" You gotta draw a line in the sand. And you know what? Not fucking this. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You did it, Devlin. You did it. Yeah, at least you made it through this week. There. I'm proud of you. Yeah, little victories, my friend. Little victories. Okay, do we want to give our um? I cannot hear. I'm gonna. Do we want to gonna... give our social medias? Oh, actually, oh, we... what are we listening to this week? We forgot it last episode. So sorry, listeners. Did we forget it? Oh, you guys forgot it in, uh, in the, the guest episode. episode. What have I been listening to this week? Um, I've been listening to Gang of Four. Oh, Gang of Four is very good. 
I've been listening to Gang of Four, and I've been listening to Helium. What about you, Devlin? Um, this week, I've been listening to this album. My, to, be <laughs> honest, to be honest, the uh, the virus has kind of killed my uh, listening to music time beyond this. I mean, like, you'd think it would go up, but all, all I've really been doing is playing Animal Crossing, so I guess I've been listening to oh, the Animal Crossing same. soundtrack. Same, actually, yeah. KK Bubblegum actually, is the best song in the game. Fight me. I still think KK Dirge is pretty impressive. But yeah, I've just been like listening to the Animal Crossing music because I've been playing it. And yeah, play Animal Crossing. It's a good distraction. Yeah, it is. I was listening to this album and playing Animal Um, I was, um, I found a, a like a... I don't know why it has to be called post-punk, but it's post-punk 2K playlist. And I was looking at some artists on there. Um, I listened to a little bit of Black Midi. I was like, all right. But I've been really fucking with some Jose Gonzalez, which is like this singer-songwriter, acoustic kind of player. Really beautiful shit. He did a cover of The Knife's Heartbeats. And he also actually did... Um, As I started learning it, I started learning how to play it on guitar. It was, uh, Jose Gonzalez's cover of Love Will Tear Us Apart. It was kind of like, okay, that's how you could play that. Because Oh, is he like is he like playing like classical playing classical the melody? Guitar. Yeah. I, I missed him play at the Imperial like a year or two ago. Kind of sad about it, but I really fuck with uh I'm really fucking with that. And on my to listen to list is Slater Kenny by Annie's request. Yes, that's on that's that's me. That's my request. Please Slater Kenny is very Kenny. good. Yeah, Later, I, can you hear fucking what I heard, amazing. I was like, God damn, this is fucking sick. The song you I think me, I sent I you, like, I want to be your Joey Ramones. <laughs> I, I, I think it was, uh, it was the uh, something off of the, I'm trying to remember which one it is. What's mine is yours. Wilderness, the Fox, Modern Girl. I don't know. Well, one of those. Maybe it was, who, who knows? But that album, it's on my list of listens. Yeah. I want to rewind for a hot second. Rewind. Yeah, of course. There's nothing wrong with pretentious noise. A lot of it's good. This song, just, <laughs> this album just pissed me off. Please don't, 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 don't at me. At least you felt Everybody something. Everybody at Devlin. Yeah, I think I'd be right more concerned if Devlin didn't feel anything about it. If they were just like, yeah, I'd, like, I mean, the Animal Collective album, we were all kind of just like, yeah, that was by the time, end of that episode, we were all so out of things to say. We just didn't <laughs> want to do it anymore. Yeah, but this one's polarizing, and I think that makes it good art. I think this is. I think Lit Ho, friend of the pod, would fuck with this shit. Shit, there were we no checked. There are there no was, comments on genius. No comments. No genius None. comments. <laughs> no genius comments. We can't even. Unfortunately, I'm I'm going there right now. I there must be. <laughs> no, it's not a simple. There must one. be. Dave, friend of the pod, Dave Transylvanian said. I love pretentious noise. <laughs> I'm actually, um, I'm no longer a date. Um, I am, I'm, I'm still in a, um, Louboutin, so that's oh. me right now. I used to Not bad. Oh, I found the, the, the teeth one. I found the rotted teeth. Ugh. I'm going to translate what that says. <laughs> Anyway, I think this is a good time to call it. Yeah. Yeah, just let me translate it first. Furious typing.
<laughs> oh, with increased drug use, teeth can rot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So it's about Alexa doing speed. Nice. Well, right. That's that's the that's our end note. Yeah. Alexa Bargell to speed everybody. Follow All right. Devlin. Wait, what? Oh yeah, where can you follow you, Devlin? Uh, I'm Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow my record label, Placeholder Records, at Placeholder Rec on Twitter, and at Placeholder Records on Instagram. And you can follow this podcast at Music Is Good Pod on Instagram and Twitter. What a mouthful every time. Yeah. Matt, where can we find you? I'm I am still all by HMSF pronounced himself, so all by himself on uh, Instagram. I'm no longer on Grinder, despite the jokes made at my expense. Um, <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it is true. Fuck that shit. I deleted it. I was like, I got, I don't want to fucking get your. It's true. You gotta get on. You gotta get on Tinder for your dirty thirty. Yeah, for my dirty thirty, it's gonna be set to both. You know, to all ge- all genders are welcome. I'm just gonna get my get my hoe on. You're the slut. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> kidding. I'm wholesome. You can find me at John Wayne Gacy official on Instagram. My name is Annie. Uh, it's mostly just me being a hoe. Um, and if you want, you can follow my my thoughty account, which is Einstein Louboutin. But I don't let a lot of people play. That's just Instagram, for, though. Be prepared for poofy dogs. Yeah, I, I post poofy, poofy dog. dogs and I post new. Annie's wholesome. Um, all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Yes, yeah, stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Practice social distancing. And love one another from a distance. <laughs>